Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. I am Yel Teagle. I'm joined by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. Hi. Are we uh, at our normal time? Yes. Yeah. This is, okay. Where is everybody? You're not at your normal location. Yeah. I'm not. What the heck, guys? Yeah. Um, you, where are you, people? It's two o'clock on a Sunday. Um, where else could you be? Oh, it's a holiday weekend. That, okay. Anyway, whatever. Not for me. I work tomorrow, so you guys have no excuse. Um, I am in a new location, as you can tell, and I apologize for all of it. Is it your childhood bedroom? It is not my childhood bedroom. Oh, Um, no, that bedroom doesn't exist. But this is my parents' uh, place. Because I just see your name behind you, so I was like, "That's cute." Yeah, that's that's mine. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Anyway, this is season 24, episode 14, Dutch Tears. Before we get into it, as a reminder, if you need the RAIN hotline, their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, tell us what does 4673 spell? It spells hope. Does it? Yeah. Wow. Try it for yourself. You'll see. We don't right. actually call it, but look at your look at the numbers. Sure, sure, sure. Call it if you need it. Um, need it. Yes. I also like went so because I'm not in my normal place. I didn't have my normal stuff, and I was like, oh, I got to pull up the hotline. And I went and looked, and it reminded me that there is like a whole um, chat thing available. So if you need to talk to somebody, you don't have to use your phone. You don't have to call. You can text. There's an app. There is a online chat. So check that out. That's Rain. Um, before we get into everything with this episode, yes, we did see the the news this morning that Richard Belzer, uh, that is Detective Munch, has died, which is such a bummer. And honestly, like what this episode was timed real nice with how like yeah. there was all these memories. That I will say, and the fact that I see like just got his star on the Walk of Fame. Like it was kind of crazy how timely this episode was for real life events in so many ways. Yeah. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about Munch and all that when it happened in the episode. Um, Also, if this is your first time checking out S Review, this podcast is not like others. We will say some shit. Um, This episode talked about uh, prison violence, um, sexual assault, things like that. Uh, Please consider this your content warning. We're going to say some things and this show might not be for you. But before we get into that, we have people chatting with us live. Um, Strong Girl Army is here. Lizette is here. Zach is here. Taylor is here. Not you, Taylor. Other Taylor. Um, Danny is here. And Alexa, hello. Welcome. If you want to join us live in the chat, that is Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, You can chat with us right here on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever, Uh, you cannot live chat with us there. But you can leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. There are no new ratings and reviews this week, so I will not be doing that voice. I so there's that. The way you were like, where is everyone? And then everyone spoke up in the chat because they were scared. <laughs> That's right. It's called roll call. <laughs> Don't be afraid of me, people. I'm nice. Um, also, if you hear voices in the background, that's my parents. <laughs> hey. Um, I warned them that they can make as much noise as they want, but anything they say will be documented forever. Yeah, so watch it. Don't yeah. be talking shit about me. <laughs> It'd be really funny if they talk shit about that me. That would be so funny, and I would honestly like really have a laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, all right, well, let's jump into this episode and the question that really is haunting everyone. Yeah. The fuck is going on with the pickles? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. No, let's get to it now. I want okay. to start with the pickles. Yeah. What the, what the okay. fuck? So here's the thing. Go. Hit I'm me. thinking that we're going for symbolism, but like, what a what a strange metaphor. Because like, okay, you know, listen, I'm a I'm an English major, so I can look at metaphors everywhere. So I'm like, okay, so we can't open it at the beginning. Um, he's struggling, he's struggling, and then at the end, oh, he finally does. So it's like he's it was like unfinished business, you know. <laughs> And that's, I swear to God, that's what I'm pretty sure they're trying for. Um, why pickles? I don't know. It was weird, but I really think it was like, yeah, unfinished business. He found the strength to blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's just kind of what it was meaning. Or okay. it was an inside joke with Ice-T that they wanted to throw in there. Right. So I was like, is this another coffee bagel situation where Ice-T had never had coffee or a bagel until coffee meets bagel? forced him to um or is there like a new pickle thing that we are not aware of it does not seem to be the case i agree with you that there is a metaphor um about his struggles and him being stuck and him being able to release whatever he needed to except that it wasn't like he had this thing weighing on him he didn't even know it existed no. so the metaphor yeah. doesn't work I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to read the sure. English lit version interpretation of it. Um, did it, would I, what would I grade it? Uh, maybe like a D, but <laughs> maybe it was there, you know, maybe it was there. Um, I'm going to open the question to the chat. If you're watching us live, the fuck was with the pickles? <laughs> And I will say, hint, hint, maybe our poll has something to do with that too this week. <laughs> I cannot wait to get to the poll. Um, yep. You know, it's so funny, speaking of the poll, um, I haven't seen it yet, but I 100% uh, had to rewrite my like format for what our show is. And so if I miss a segment today, please let me know because I didn't have any of my things ready. But I did remember we do a poll. And I'm ready for the other one that we always forget. Me so that's too. Exciting. I have so many good things to say. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're celebrating Finn's 22 years of SVU. Um, interestingly, I appreciate the note that Rollins and Phoebe were both working and that's why they were not there. Appreciate it. Um, However, cop out. Get him there. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. Um, Daryl says, I feel like the pickle is connected to Munch. Um, I will say that sounds, no, I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My dad's laughing at something and I don't know what, and it's really loud. Um, <laughs> um, he says maybe the two both liked pickles and he left it for Munch. Oh, I see. All right. Perhaps. But, like, we should have known that then. Like, we should have stated that. You know, that's not, like, a callback that I remember, at least, that we saw no. in previous episodes. Now that has to be clear then. Uh, but <laughs> Sorry, I, that's the rules. I do like the idea that Daryl's like, they like pickles. That's what it is. I like this theory, Daryl. I like it, too. I think it's a great theory. But I think that they should have, if it's indeed the case, they need to tell us that. <laughs> sure. 
Um, all right, let's talk about our guy, Ivan Hernandez, uh, Dutch. I'll tell you this, the promo for the episode um, really was the first like three minutes. It was, we're celebrating Finn. He goes home, he's held at gunpoint. And the guy was like, do you remember me? I assumed that it was going to be so similar to previous episodes, like the one where um, Finn is like called a hero in the newspaper and a woman shows up and is like, uh, actually he left my daughter to die with drug dealers. Or, um, you know, like an Amaro situation um, that like, you know, they came back and there's a family he forgot about. Like I expected that. So I'll tell you that a kid who was arrested for drugs, who then got like turned out in prison was not what I expected and a fascinating twist. I really enjoyed that story. Um, being told on the show, not in general, that is not a story I like. No, I, I feel you. And I um, I don't think I saw the promo, but I like did know that it was connected to Finn and something about how someone from his past was coming back. So I kind of thought that the whole episode was going to be Ivan as like the antagonist and him mm. like trying to take him down or having the hostage sort of situation, him holding him at gunpoint. Yeah. You pretty much the whole episode. Like we've seen, which one of my favorites, uh, the guy from Shameless, like in that apartment holding people hostage. Um, so I was like, Father's Shadow? Yeah, great episode. Wow, the fact you knew that the episode title and I didn't, it was like really... It's because I think of Father's Shadow and Producer's Backend. I think I yeah. mix those up. Because the, the titles could be switched easily. For those. And now I'm no longer sure which one's which, but go No, you're on. right. That's Father's Shadow. You're right. Um, which is a great episode, but I didn't want to see it again. And so I'm glad we didn't see it again. I almost thought that it was going to be the way that um, the way that it happened. I was like, oh, is it going to be the entire episode is them just in the thing? And then we wouldn't like it would be very little outside like a bottle episode. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not in the mood for this and I don't want it, but fine. Um, but then that wasn't it, which I really enjoyed. Also, I will say, um, I think Ice-T is an actor has grown a lot over the years. The scenes where he is, where Finn is drunk and being held at gunpoint and trying to figure out who this guy is, did not work for me. Um, yeah, I, I like agree. I'm glad. I, I think it worked for what it was to get us somewhere else, but I agree that the like if they would have went the bottle episode route, I was I had the same fear as you. And I was like, I don't think this is going to be like it's hard like those are hard to pull off anyway mm -hmm. and with like some new person we don't even know the Ivan like I don't think that would have been the move and so I'm glad they didn't take it that direction like I don't know there's ways that it can be done well like what was it part 33 or something where they're all like waiting to testify that's kind of a model episode which it conflicting feelings on that but yeah, how dare you no it's an interesting premise though Tell we have all one thing I'm saying like like that's was a choice. There was like a rotating yes. floor of people coming in and out. It's harder to do when there's only two people because you have to have different turns and changes. And I just don't know that that would have been the way to right. go. So I'm glad they didn't. But I think it was an interesting starting point. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's townhouse incident or it's something happened. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that it wasn't, especially because. Ice-T didn't feel like Finn again to me until he was like, 
I can help you with this. And then I was like, there's Finn. <laughs> the whole like, whoa, whoa, there's a guy with a gun to this is what happened to me and Finn going, I can help you. That whole section, I went, mm, this isn't working. Um, but after that point, I was invested. Um, I really liked the like way that we br like got the exposition where Finn was like, who are you? And he was like, you put me away. And he's like, okay, why? And he's like, it was this year. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, okay. So I was in, I was in narcotics. Okay. So obviously it was drugs. Okay. So like them breaking it down, that was an interesting way instead of having to be like, you put me away for this and that, and this is what happened, you know? Yeah. I like that he like sort of got him talking even when he was under like I don't know that kind of showed off his skills I feel like he's not just gonna piss him off he's like okay well then tell me that detail so I can get to that detail like mm -hmm. it was a smart it, and it showed his growth as like a detective too I think like being able to piece and know how to like, calm people down in the situation because he had an inkling I think that something deep was going on or else I don't know at some point I think he had that inkling um before he like opened up about it yeah, I feel like, I mean, th there was a part where Finn, like reading through my notes. Okay, so when he gets the guy to talk, when he gets Ivan to talk to him, Dutch to talk to him about it, um, and there's a question that he asks, he says, explain something to me. You say that you were assaulted many times by many guys. Why do you only want to go uh, after cream cheese? Which, first of all, brilliant name brilliant yeah um and then i was like that's the question you want to ask here's my question i want to ask dutch you have explained to us that you were forced to grow your hair out wear it in pigtails wear makeup dress up you were forced to do these things in prison i'm not doubting that my question is why didn't you cut your hair when you got out that would have been the first thing i would have done <laughs> it's kind of a good look on him though that's going to win super gay. Like, I just thought it was good. I thought it was, they looked good. Yeah. Good for him. The idea was to feminize him. Of course, you thought it was a good look. The point well, is. Well, he wore it well. I, He's reclaiming his masculinity. I love that. If that was the answer to that, I would That's love it. That's my theory. I, and I just wish that question was asked. Do I think it's true and what they were going for? Absolutely not. But no. that's what's going to be canon in my mind now is he is like through toxic masculinity which is like not to go off topic but that conversation is so insane to me right now like i'm seeing all these tweets about uh jonathan majors who like is like peak like i don't know mm -hmm. i get it you know i get it um but like he was wearing this like pink jacket on a magazine and all the of course like conservative people are like what are they doing to our men it's like what are you talking like have you seen him like he's a man you know i just think it's crazy like the whole thing about masculinity right now is just nuts to me anyway um, <laughs> i just had to point that out i mean i appreciate that you point that out um and honestly i really wish that was the answer like that would have been such a great answer yeah um the fact that no one asked is shocking to me but I think that Finn's question of why just the one guy totally makes sense. Fair question. Good question. Look at that. Finn asks a good question. That's shocking. He's a detective or a sergeant. Sorry. 
So then they wonders why the H, what the H stands for. And he says, for all you know, the guy's name is Harry, like that one. But it then takes us to, um, Dutch is like, I don't want to wait till tomorrow. We got to do it now. Finn's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair to Finn be like, I'm drunk. N- no. Also, like, it's only a few hours, really. Like, I'm assuming he's home pretty late. It's probably like, a, what, 11 midnight by that point. Sure. Like, you can start working at, like, 7 o'clock, and that's, like, pretty reasonable. <laughs> like, yeah. give him a minute. He's drunk. Also, I don't want a drunk sergeant working on my case. Anyway, we, like, get the guys. <laughs> Jumping ahead. We get the captain, the CO, Captain Ryan, um, the wife in the sober living facility. No, that wasn't doing it for me. No, it was just a weird transition way to get other places. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the guy that the CO's wife came to see got away. And no one knows who that was or why. And I was like, why are we pretend? Like, that's not how police work works, you know? Yeah. I don't like that part. There was like a lot of this episode that I did like, and then a lot of it that I didn't. Yeah. It just felt so unnecessary. Like there just has to be point A to point B an easier way to do that than this whole debacle. Um, What's also really interesting, I think, about this episode is there was a discussion about the tombs. And we've heard about the tombs for many, many uh, years on SVU. And I did some research about the tombs for us. It made me think of when Isabel used to co-host the show and have Isabel's info corner. Um, So first of all, for anyone who's not familiar, the tombs is the colloquial name for the Manhattan Detention Complex. Um, It is a municipal jail in lower Manhattan. um, And it is also the nickname for three previous city-run jails in the former Five Points neighborhood of lower Manhattan. Um, an area now known as the Civic Center. Originally, the tombs was known as the Halls of Justice. Um, There's more information about why it's called that. Um, But what's actually interesting to me is the idea that on this show they've said the tombs are closed now. And I feel like that is something that hasn't been like addressed or brought up. Um, Like when did they close and why did they close? And I'll tell you what's even more interesting, their closure seems to be, whether it's true or not, and it's possible that it is true, um, I can't seem to find any like confirmation of this is the day they closed because it was supposed to close in 2020. Mm-hmm. And we all know lots of things that were supposed to happen in 2020 got suspended or pushed or canceled. Yeah. Um, so in October of 2020, the tombs uh, were supposed to close the next month. Um, I found this article. It says New York City's plan to close the jails on Rikers Island and replace them with the fur borough-based alternatives has been delayed by the coronavirus, budget woes, and community opposition. Um, But at least part is moving forward. So the tombs are going to shut sometimes in November. But as of November, I couldn't, November 2020, I could not find really like anyone being like, the tombs closed today. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So are they closed? Great question. 
I assume, I mean, we're not there. We don't work in law enforcement and we're not in New York. So I assume that the people involved in the show can confirm that they are. Yeah, I don't but think they would have written that in if it wasn't true. But it's still weird that like... That is weird. The situation seems odd. Yeah, agreed. Um, anyway, let's, I'm scrolling through my notes. Uh, I want to talk about the part where uh, Bruno didn't shoot the guy. Um, not to like jump to lines, but I need this pointed out. Um, he says, because even though I'm rich, I like my pension as to why he didn't shoot someone. First of all, this man does not know that you're rich. Right. I would have been like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And second of all, I don't, I don't think that's the message cops should be giving out. Right? It's like... <laughs> I don't want to ruin my pension. I'm not going to shoot a guy. No, no, we don't, we don't shoot people for no reason. I mean, I'm going to give it to him because this was clearly just like a sassy Bruno line. Sure. But still. (laughs) Yeah, I was fine with it because I knew he was kidding. Like, I think the show, I think the show uh, could do better. And that's all. I agree with you. It was a sassy, fun line. But, like, first of all, that guy doesn't know you're rich. <laughs> I mean, I know. But, like, we, we the audience do. I think we're going to, like, give it a bit of... No. That's Why where not? I, that's where I'm holding You wanted to give a whole speech about how he's rich? No, because I think that it would have been even funnier to have Dutch go, what? <laughs> like, I think it would have like, yeah. like, oh, oh, I'm rich. Never mind. Like, oh, you don't have this context. Never mind. Yeah, I liked it. Fine. Look, um, as Daryl said earlier when we were talking about the pickles, when in doubt, the explanation got cut for time. That's a good point, actually. We've been, we've seen that time and time again, actually. (laughs) Completely confused because there was a deleted scene that we didn't see. Yeah. Oh, so silly. Um, All right. Finn and Bruno have some touching time together, um, which we've been saying since we met Bruno that like their connection reminds us of Munch. So it's really nice to have this moment and what a timely moment it was um, and to get an update as to where Munch is, right? So in the Wolf universe, Munch is back in Baltimore. He met a divorced female rabbi and bought back his old cop car. Um, I think that's really wonderful. And then, I loved it. yeah, Bruno was flattered by the comparison, which I really appreciated. Yeah. And I was like, I'll say, I was like, it's kind of interesting that we have like this new guy so prominently featured in a big Finn episode. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like the maybe easier, more expected option would be like Cam and Olivia working side by side as they always have been. But I think that bringing up Munch here, it was very clear that they are trying to like build that bromance <laughs> between them. And I feel like it was almost a little bit risky because he is so new. And so having him be his partner in like such an important episode for him could have been like, why are you trying to give this, you know what I mean? This new guy, all this airtime with something that's so important for him. But I liked it and I like Bruno and I think that it paid off and worked well and I liked that choice in the end. Let me ask, do you 
do we like Bruno more than Muncie and Velasco? Um, Velasco, yes, like easy for me. Muncie, I don't know. Like I'm a Muncie stan. I'm a Muncie girly. Really? But here's the thing. I liked Amanda season 13 too when no one else did. Everyone was like, who is it? But I don't know. I just love a scrappy, like insolent, younger, like female detective. Like I just love that as a trope. So I like Muncie. I like them in different ways, frankly. I think they're completely like bring different stuff to the table that I'm interested in. I'm interested in both. That's so interesting. Um, yeah, Bruno over Velasco, 100%. Um, especially now with whatever bullshit's going on there. Um, but I, I, look, I liked Amanda when we first met her. Um, we weren't doing the show then, so there's no evidence whether I felt that way or not at the time. But I think... If I rem- I mean, I'm pretty sure the first time we meet her, I loved her when she w- gets off the elevator and is like, I'm your new detective. And he's like, well, I got to run. And she's like, all right, someone hold this. Okay, yeah. I'm coming with you. Like, yeah. that was, what a fantastic introduction. Um, Muncie, I don't like. I, I liked her in that one scene where she convinced that girl to tell her all the info. <laughs> I like that. I and mean, that's the Muncie I like. The truth of the matter is she is a replacement for Kat pretty much one-to-one. Like, honestly, with their background and their attitudes, it's true. Do I prefer Kat still? Yeah, I do. But I will say, like, at least we have someone with that energy back, I guess. Because uh, you're, you're right. Like, honestly, like, I mean, you didn't say it. But Amanda and her are more separate and different than Kat and her. She and Kat are so... Sure. But the way that we met the first episode with Kat, Kat, like, if you remember correctly, it's when we met Sir Toby, and he, um, she was like, don't come in till I say the words, and he's choking her, and she's like, why'd you come in? Yeah, no. That was the Kat that won me over. But I'll say, like, I mean, Kat's introduction was for sure stronger, but I think they have the same sort of potential sure but, we didn't, but I, I didn't get we that didn't potential see, which is we frustrating seen it. like that's the thing you're yeah. right is that they do have the same potential but can't they let us see the potential and muncie they're like there's potential right we need to see it i agree with you that we need to see it i like her because i think that there's like a lot of ways that they could go with her and a lot of interesting storylines but i agree with you that i want to see it like we got bruno and bruno's newer than muncie we got fun bruno many times these past couple episodes with the watch with this with his lines like we've gotten you know muncie on the vending machine which is like fun but like let her actually step up and do something and i like that she's messy and make mistakes but like let her win sometimes too like give her some w's in there as well you know yeah, I, I mean, you do love the, the messy mistakes. Yeah. Um, I love them when they lead to a win. Sure. You know what I mean? I, yeah, let's, like, let's let it lead to a win. And then I think like, it'll oh, pay off. Rollins, Gambler's Fallacy, messy mistake, yeah. led to a win. And then also led to Donald Logue joining the cast. So, like, total win. Yeah. Muncie can keep fucking up. If it's going to lead to a win. I think also what's pissing me off about Muncie, not to like <laughs> derail our entire conversation, is that she pulled a Cassidy on the stand. And like, we, we don't need that. We already have Cassidy who does that. Um, 
so do better on the stand. We can't, I don't want that. Yeah, but we didn't even get to see her like on the stand again to see if she learned from that. Right, and we also seen she her died with what's his face. And so that's just an immediate doc on her. Who's the guy that died? I don't even remember his name. We saw him way too much this past episode in the Bronx. Oh, Duarte. Yeah. She's like sort of was tied with him. So like you're on thin ice already because you came from that guy. So separate yourself. Even her like switching teams and being like, I am on team Benson where she was like, captain, not you to him. Like even that you still haven't won me over yet. Muncie, like, please win me over. And I, I don't mind the messy mistakes. I just need them to be worth it like give her an episode that is focused why did we have duarte have three episodes when he was gonna die and wasn't on our team you know what i mean we should give those to her and and you know give her a chance all right back to this episode um which i appreciate that neither she nor velasco are involved um sorry they're too new though i mean bruno is also but like yeah anyway they don't have that connection with him though um let's talk about the co and cream cheese um because at some point we got the cream cheese's name and i don't care so no um apparently the co and cream cheese grew up together and the whole the whole like storyline was that the co was like it was hard to maintain order and so i'd call him to help because he's the biggest scariest guy and I'm trying to like understand the mentality there. Cause as Tari who watched this with me kept pointing out, um, he was 17 with a broken arm and was like scrawny. So overpowering him doesn't, isn't like maintaining any order because he's not. Well, he that's not anything. why though. I don't think he was trying to maintain order over the kid, like the 17 year old, I think that that was because he maintained order with the other scarier guys. Oh, this was like, I had free reign I see. to mess with him and for like his own enjoyment. I think it was, I think it was two separate things. Ah. Like yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Cause I was like, Oh, was this his way of being like, look what I'm going to do to him. You could be next. Cause I'd be like, yeah, obviously you could do that to him. He's, he's a broken bird. Like, Right. No, I think because I it's like a reward. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look the other way while you do whatever you want to these scrawny people and like, I see. have fun with it. Essentially, yeah, that makes more sense. Thank you. Of course, um, that would help. Um, I really enjoyed, although I really was annoyed that Dutch could not place any of the faces and like was very obnoxious about it. Um, I did like the way that they brought the fire marshal and the gas leak to get people out. Um, like, I'm sorry. I didn't, like, I understand what they were going for with the, like, oh, I remember when he lit the brand, whatever. Oh, but then we're like, they focused it on the one guy. They focused, yeah. First of all, it was very leading. Like, that's, and Carice was like, yeah, that's fine. No, it's not. That was completely <laughs> leading. And, like, you told them pretty right. much and also like they didn't focus on his hands he's like oh i'll never forget his face when he did that what like you saw his face earlier why don't we like focus on the hand part of it if that was like he didn't recognize like if he recognized his hands i'd have been like yeah that makes so much sense holding the lighter blah blah blah. he's like i'll never forget his face 
after he did that, then why did you not recognize his face earlier on the camera? Like, I didn't get that at all. I think that should have been like, oh, I, I'll remember those hands anywhere, which is also even more interesting to me, too, if it's like, you know, he remembers snapshots of like the hand, the fire, like that would have made sense. I hate that they did the face. I don't think that makes any sense. Um, I agree. I think also like, it's too dark. I can't see. Okay. We're not going to do anything about that. But also um, the like, it could be any, look at everybody's face and then have uh, Bruno go to one dude and be like, Hey, you stranger. The same dude that they were like, is it that guy? They were real. It was the most leading thing. It is not. It, court should not have been like sure. <laughs> no, they should throw that out. I'm sorry. Um, and then also he like attacks him and he's choking him. And there are like what five cops? Carisi yeah. first of all doesn't do anything, but also there are like five cops and they're like stop, stop. <laughs> Don't do that. Seriously, please. Let him go. Remember your bet. <laughs> He's still not stronger than the other guy, too. Like, let's right. be honest. Like, the other guy could have pushed him off. I, I just don't buy that he's yeah. pinned up against Come on. He could have been like, and you're left. Um, Alexa in the chat says that was not, no. not a good idea at all. Would it hold up in court? No, I think it 100% would not hold up in court. But I think more importantly, they got a deal. Like, they they pled him out. Um the idea that the the captain, the CO, and cream cheese both like they talk too much to the cops. <laughs> like you guys should know better. Yeah. Once you've been to prison, you know not to talk to cops. Yeah, you think. Ugh. Um, I feel like I get really annoyed when um when criminals are stupid. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, in the end, Dutch gets uh, probation and therapy for the gun. Um, and then he meets his daughter. And I'm going to say the meanest thing I think I've ever said. Her mom must be beautiful. <laughs> oh. Um, here's the thing. Yes? I... You agree? I'm not, I'm not touching that. I was about the actual <laughs> scene... Like, yeah, it's a beautiful moment. I feel like we have these particular moments all the time now. And it's kind of boring. Like, it's kind of a feels like a cop-out ending. I don't know. Maybe that's, like, I... And here's the thing. I can't actually even remember a specific instance of this. But I do feel like we're bombarded with it. Like, the end is, oh, they're reuniting with their children. Well, like... I like he, she was not really an important part of his like story before this. Yeah. It didn't feel like a good payoff to me because he wasn't talking about her all the time. You know what I mean? He mentioned her like once or twice. He only I mentioned like, her when Finn was like, I know you have a daughter. And he's like, how do you know that? And he's yeah. like, I looked it up. I just was like, okay, it would have hit harder if he was like so adamant about like talking about her. It just didn't feel like the you know, whoa, like, such a beautiful moment because it didn't feel that important. Like, not to say it wasn't important to him. It probably was. But, again, I feel like you have to kind of tell the audience that for it to feel like it matters in any big way. I I agree, but I, my complaint is actually that I feel like we keep having the case wrap up with Carisi going, here's what, like, happened, as opposed mm -hmm. to a trial, which is the second part of Law and Order. Like, we want yeah. to see the trial, especially because this trial 
The idea was no good. It would have been thrown out. It's like too nice and neat. Yeah. It, it felt like uh, this entire episode was like, we need to give a happy story. Right. Which like, okay, but... Show us some complications or I mean, more stakes, higher stakes. Because, like, the case itself was interesting, right? Like, what happened to Dutch was interesting. And then they were like, okay, well, let's wrap it up real pretty. Right. With the scene with characters I don't particularly feel invested in. Um, I'm going to give some shout-outs to some actors. Um, so the daughter, Tara, was played by Sophie Hoyt. We're starting there because I stand by my statement. That the mother must have been beautiful. So mean. I said it. Um, our cream cheese was played by Mark Basil. Um, or Basil. I'm going to say this. He is not labeled as cream cheese. He's given, <laughs> he was given a name. Um, That's ridiculous. I, if I was that actor, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, I want to no. put on my resume as cream cheese. Okay? Change <laughs> so, it. Virgil the Hangman Hatton. Um, I will say the fact that it's not slash cream cheese. You're, people are going to watch this episode, look it up and be like, wait, who played cream cheese? Yeah, criminal. Um, let's see. Captain Ryan uh, was Mark uh, Borkowski. Dutch was played by Richard Cabral. Um, a lot of people probably know him from, I'm guessing, Mayans. He was on FBI, uh, which is another Dick Wolf show. Um Alexa says that our episode was wrapped up with a pretty bow and a pickle. So true, Alexa. The most accurate, because we came back to the end. My note at the end says, the pickle again? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the episode, or should we get to um, lines? Lines. All right, let's get to lines. <laughs> yeah. um, I have quite a few. Right. Um, so I want to start with one that I think is very touching um, and and like I think should be the like the munch the munch of it all. So in memory of Richard Belzer, that skinny bastard had a punchline for every second of the day. That's true. It's so That's accurate true. and so beautiful and like the most perfect description. Um, okay, <laughs> ready. Does Pinocchio have little wooden balls? Does yeah. Pinocchio have little wooden balls? I want that on a shirt. Um, Can I do a follow-up to that? Yes. Just, Bruno sounds like a dog's name. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It just it, it went together. Sounds like I might. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, okay. So <laughs> I have a note on this one. I've been looking through a couple dozen bald guys with dad bods. I'm losing my appetite. Here's my note. Hilarious, but we don't body shame here. Yeah, but it did feel in character for him. So I'll oh, hilarious. <laughs> very funny, but just a note. And just to make sure that I'm uh, very clear with my we don't body shame, that skinny bastard was not a body shame. <laughs> it was fact about money. Yeah, he would claim that. He would claim that. Um, uh, what I don't trust are people who are careless with their bullets. I think that is a message for all police. Um, but and, behind yeah. every bullet is a lesson. <laughs> we learned that a couple of weeks ago. That, that is true. Good call. Um, but also my last one, 
I always called him cream cheese. It's not like he introduced himself. Good point, actually. Yeah. Well, most of mine are Dutch lines. Yeah. All right. Hit me. Okay. Uh, recognition looks good on you. Better than a lawsuit. <laughs> Do I look familiar? No, but I'm sure you'll refresh my memory. Nice. Um, this is one of my favorite ways to like tell how long ago this happened. They sell lock picking sets on Amazon, but Amazon wasn't even a thing when you put me away. <laughs> I was like, what a weird transition. I was here for it, though. Yeah. Um, my this might be my favorite. You were carrying a ton of drugs in the school zone, and then they like had the conversation about how it was four a.m. There was no little kitties around. I that was just so funny. <laughs> like, good point, actually. Um, like lumpy cream cheese head, just classic um yeah we need to talk about that um because cream cheese is smooth right you think cottage cheese maybe so not only would you think cottage cheese but also when we saw the guy i was confused because i imagined somebody else right and also lumpy cream cheese is smooth people it's cream Mm -hmm. cheese it is yeah. okay go on go on um not a line but when they were uh interrogating the guy i don't even remember his role but they were like it's this guy and he turns around oh and the camera. camera and it's on himself which is so funny yes maybe she just developed a drinking problem you have that effect on people <laughs> Um, this one actually was like sad and, and like poignant. I thought my mind defaults to the catastrophic after being in it for so long. I was like, that's actually really sad. Yeah. I thought that was a good line. Um, at least we're past the bagel phase of this investigation. <laughs> um, they're talking about the coffee. That's all Vincent. She's into that hazelnut stuff. And finally, it's just like peak Finn is don't die on me now, dude. You got to take this guy down. <laughs> Loved it. Really, honestly, for an episode that we found so many problems with, the lines were good. Lines were good. Solid. <laughs> yeah, some solid lines. Um, okay, so um, before the poll, um, I checked. We did not have any new reviews on iTunes, but if you would like to leave us a review on iTunes, we request that you leave us five stars if you like us, four stars if you don't. The other stars are still broken. Um, I have sent a message to Apple, and they don't care. So five stars or four stars. And if you leave four stars, you have to tell us what we can do to improve. Um, and if it is the audio, well, we've improved. <laughs> I don't know I if we'll improve my microphone more. now. Okay, I invested. I'm traveling and have a lav. So that's a lapel mic. Anyway, um, beautiful, beautiful microphone. Uh, also, um, wh- what else did I want to tell people? Oh, I watched Organized Crime. <laughs> I'm caught up. My parents were like, this isn't SVU. I thought you have to do SVU for your show. And I was like, no, I also have to sit through crap for everyone to let them know that there's nothing. You missed nothing. Um, that said, I think it was Daryl, but it may have been someone else. So I apologize if I'm getting the credit wrong. Last episode was a great episode in the context of a shitty show <laughs> um, and a pretty bad season. But last episode was pretty good. This episode for this week, which I watched, even though I'm traveling, you're all welcome, had nothing to do with anything and it sucked. And I hate it. And I will sit through that show for you. 
You're welcome. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. I appreciate, I appreciate being appreciated. Uh, my parents also warned me not to keep saying that the show sucked, but I can't help it. <clears throat> Where were we? You come um, here for true opinions. Okay? That's true. People want to hear what we think. Yes. Daryl says we appreciate what you do, yeah. y'all. Thank you. That's why I sit through it now. Um, all right. Do we do what did we learn at a poll first? Um, let's do what did we learn because that's okay. real things, and then because the, the polls are ridiculous this week. Okay. As it is every week. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, all right. What did we learn? Uh, first, I learned today that um, Richard Belzer lived in France. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the story of how we got his chateau is crazy. Do you know it? No. I read it on Twitter today. So like take it with a grain of salt. I'm not sure it's real, but it feels real for him. Is he had Hulk Hogan on his like interview show. I guess he had like a talk show. Um, and he had him like put him in some headlock thing that made him pass out and like hit his head on the floor. So he sued him for a bunch of money and that's how he bought his chateau in France and he named it Chateau Hogan. Like I said, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know 100% sure <laughs> that it's real, but I did read that today and I feel like it could be. <laughs> I mean, sure. Um, I also read about like how Munch came to be that he was in the like homicide uh, um, law and order crossover. Yeah. Um, and that um, Dick Wolf loved the character so much. He was like, this character has to be an original character on SVU. Um, that's amazing. And like, I know that Munch was, I don't know if he still is, but I'm pretty sure he was the like longest, I guess before Benson hit it, like the longest running character because he'd been on so many shows. I think he is still the person who's been on the most different shows as the same character. If sure. I'm Unless Benson with organized crime and stuff surpassed that. But I don't, well, and then with the Chicago shows and stuff too, but I don't know what counts with like crossovers. Right. I don't either, but I, I mean, regardless, right? Like she's been doing it 24 years, 24 yeah. seasons, whatever. But like still the, the idea that he played the same character on four different shows, I believe was incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and the re I love the like clip that's going around of his like last time on the show in 2016, which is when he taught no at a question authority and ask why. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great message. That torch. To be fair. up to be a much character because of that what then. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, Daryl says that the Hogan story is real according to Wikipedia with references to yes. case notes. Thank so you, Daryl. He knows yeah. that we love we love our sources here. Yes. Um, wow, that's amazing. So that was one thing that I learned. The other thing that I learned um, is, and this I did not look up, but you said it also uh, based on the quote. You can buy lock. I assume you can lock picking kits on Amazon. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look it up right they, now. Scary that they told everyone that. Frankly, lock picking kit. The CIA is about to bust your door down. I have looked up weirder shit. Um, friends, you can 100% buy lock picking kits on Amazon. And uh, they're not expensive. So there's that. Terrifying. You're welcome. That's what I learned. What did you learn? I learned two things. Um, 
I thought it was really interesting with the like somatic reaction they were mm. talking about how like your body will remember something that your mind doesn't, which I feel like I kind of like knew just out I've seen this before. But yeah, like talking about like putting a name to it and talking about it in respect to this, I thought was really interesting. Um, so I like how we just like brought that up. I was like, when we bring up new techniques and sort of mm-hmm. like psychological aspect. And then what a Dutch tear is, I thought was kind of fascinating too. When he described how it was like the molten um, glass and the water and how like it's really strong. But if you like touch the end of it, like it'll break really. I like, like what is, what? are they used for is it like a art thing i think it's an art thing okay i thought that was really cool um i agree i think that's very interesting i'm actually looking up right now if it's what i think it is um yeah it's 100 percent what i think it is um so that's cool uh yeah look up the picture i was like this sounds like this but i could be making that up um it's a very cool thing i think what's really I'm glad that they explained it and went over all that because at first I was like this title I was like "Mm, where's this title going it seems like it's not going well (laughs) yeah I thought that was neat yeah that's very cool um awesome if you are in the chat live with us let us know if you learned anything this episode I like that this show is edutainment yes and even if SVU isn't our podcast is exactly exactly (laughs) We may not be doing the true crime stuff or the like episode discussion stuff, but we are teaching you crap. <laughs> All sorts of bullshit. Um, okay, Taylor, tell us about the weekly poll. So last week, we wanted to know how you all liked our new man, Bruno, money bags. Mm. Um, so only 2% hate him. So that's pretty good. Two percent. That's like no one. Um, thirty-three point three percent think he's like fine, which like fair enough. He's new. He's got to earn his place. And sixty-four point seven percent love him already. Maybe I'll do this poll like in next season and see if that's changed. That could be interesting. To yeah, see. I was just thinking like, has that changed in this episode where we got even more of him? I feel like now. I feel like he's pretty consistent. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um. This week's poll is just so important. I want to know, I gotta do you chill. know what the fuck was going on with that jar of pickles? <laughs> so the first is, it was clearly symbolism. Okay. Your second option is, no, literally, what the fuck was that? <laughs> now we're tied 50-50. And so I'm really curious uh, what people have to say. Amazing. I don't know what I would vote if I had to because I do think I know what they're going for, but also what was that? You know? Like I'm kind of on the fence. I'm excited right. to see what people think. I, I'm torn because like, yeah, obviously they're trying to make a metaphor, but also what the fuck? But also why that particular metaphor? Yeah. Yeah. Um I hope it comes back. Um I'm not the one who stopped the Captain with the pickle. <laughs> Maybe it ties to that. Maybe he's going to stab Benson with the pickle. I would love that episode given to you right now. Um, oh my god, so funny. We'll tell you where to find the poll in just a minute. Um Taylor, this show. Uh I love it. I love that we talk about it. I love that we do this. 
Um, we didn't talk about this before we got on the air, so I'm going to ask you on the air and you can decide. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a new episode next week. What if we do the show an hour earlier? <laughs> I think that, let me pull up my Google calendar right now. <laughs> She's putting me on the spot. I know, I was going to ask you before we started. I'm sorry. Wait, was it 26? I think that works. I don't have anything on my calendar, so sure, let's do it. Okay, so. No, wait, next week, yeah, the 26th. Yeah, so this is the announcement. Sure. <laughs> for Love everybody. It. Next week, we're going to be an hour earlier. Um, if there is an episode the week after that, we're going to take a break because I'm going to be out of the country. So um, you heard it here first. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> I literally just put it on my calendar too, Thank so you. I don't forget. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Until next week, Taylor, where are you on the internet and where can everyone find the poll? Find me and the Pitbull poll on Twitter at alphaba underscore and, or find me and unfortunately not the Pitbull poll on Instagram at Taylor underscore gays underscore. Beautiful. I am Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That is Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. -E -E you can find me on Thursdays on Electric Now for After the Arc, the official after show for the Arc. If you checked out Leverage Redemption, you can check out the official Leverage Redemption after show also on Electric Now. Um, if you watch sci-fi, no, Star Trek Picard, a sci-fi show on Paramount Plus, um, check out my interview with Todd Stashwick. Even he remembers that he was on SVU and brought it up. <laughs> I didn't. I don't um, that, so I'm going to go and see proof. Yeah, he said it um, because he remembered that he was in Undercover in season nine. And I was like, you were in season one, episode three. <laughs> he played the measuring man. <sighs> Great episode. All right. Um, so check that out. It's on this channel, Fanversations channel. If you're listening to the podcast, go to YouTube. Okay, I think that's everything. Um, and now I'm going to go have a late lunch with my parents. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>